Okay, last time we gave an example, a little sample that of learning circuit of base just with the Bikiyas method. We avoided any questions, any discussions, any lambdas, any points we could consider. Bez Hashem, when you relearn the Daf Biyun, you'll find the Mahalach, how to address all those points as well. But at least for the clarity of focusing just on the Gemara and coming out clear what the Gemara says step by step, what changes, and to quantify it into points, I think we managed to do. What I'd like to do this year is provide a sample to share how to learn Rashi. We spoke about the shir in the Vadim about learning Rashi. We said when a person learns Rashi, there are really five points to focus on. The first, maybe the most important one, what's Rashi coming to add? Is Rashi just coming to add an explanation of a word or a translation, or is Rashi coming to add something which you otherwise would have misunderstood when we just read the Gemara? Or is Rashi coming to answer a question? The second point is once you decide what Rashi is coming to add, then the question is where did Rashi know it from? And as Rashi doesn't invent things on his own, so if Rashi is coming to add something to the Gemara, where did he get it from? The third point would be then what changes because of that? What would we say without Rashi? What would we say with Rashi? Maybe this is just a continuation of the first two. But it's interesting when Rashi brings something with a proof or a reason, or he just brings it as part of the fl- as part of his flowing commentary of the Gemara. The fourth point is the place where Rashi decides to make the comment, because we'll see that's also indicative of where Rashi felt it needed to be said. And the last point is what Rashi chose not to not to explain, not to talk about. Now, some of these points we'll see the first time around when we're just learning Rashi, because it already strikes us. If we don't read and learn properly as interesting or something to take note of what Rashi is saying, sometimes it's only after we see other Rishonim and see the questions they have in the Gemara or the points that they grapple with, then we can come back and either understand what Rashi was trying to avoid, or we can ask the question, like, why doesn't Rashi raise the same points or at least address the same questions that the Rishonim do raise. Again, the working assumption in the Rishonim is it's not that they weren't aware of the other opinion. It's not that Rashi never thought of the question and thought of the oscillator on Batosis. The working assumption in the Rishonim is that they had both options and for whatever reason they chose the option that they chose to work with. And therefore the next step is going to be to defend Rashi against the questions against him which are asked by either Tosis or other Rishonim, but that's at a later stage, that's only after we first in Tosis. So again, I, I, I avoided the first time we learned Rashi. We not, may not be able to answer everything yet. We might have more information from Gemara's later on, or from Rishonim we haven't yet seen. But at least what we should be thinking about when we read Rashi is, number one, what's Rashi adding? Number two, if Rashi is adding, where did he know that from? How does it change the way we read the Gemara? And where does Rashi choose to add anything? And where does Rashi choose to remain silent? Once again, it's easy to talk about the rules. I would like to go through a sample that the same that so could have some of that of Namur base. We're going to read the Gemara first with Rashi. Again, first I'd like to just translate what Rashi says, and then we'll be able to apply these rules to Rashi. In the first stage, I don't necessarily want to answer all the points. What's more important is to bedike the points, to notice the points in Rashi. Bezashim afterwards, we can go back and discuss them as well. So let's begin. 
and the understanding of Rashi is, is that there's something not clear from the Mishnah, which needs the Gemara to fill us full in for us. Again, we'll come back to answers later, first we're just making the diukim of what needs to be pointed out in Rashi. The second point, the Mishnah says, V'sha'ela gavaya asarat vachim, a sukkah which isn't ten tvachim high. So here the Rashi says, V'gamara mefarish time. The Gemara is going to give the reason for this. V'sha'ela shalish tfanis doesn't have three walls. Rashi says, Nami Also, the Gemara learns it out. And the last case in the Mishnah, If the sun is more than the shade, so then it's possible. Says Rashi, in the last case, Then the mute, which is the shade, is bottle, is rendered insignificant by the majority, which is the sun. And therefore, it's like it's not there. And it's called the sukkah because of the schach. And therefore, if the schach isn't there because it's bottled by of the sunlight, then it loses its name of the sukkah. So out of the four cases in the Mishnah, Rashi only explained the fourth one with a svar. A svar that uh, the schach would be bottled and it won't be called the sukkah. The other three cases, Rashi refers us to the Gemara. The first one, he just says the Gemara will explain the Mechlekes. The second one, he says the Gemara explains the Farish. And the third one, he says the Gemara learns it out, Yaliflu, which means it has a source. The understanding being that all of these cases, there isn't a straightforward svara. It's something which has to be added by the Gemara. The only one which has a straightforward svara is the last one. And that is if there's not enough schach, then it's not a sukkah because a sukkah means something covered with schach. In this case, the majority is not covered with schach, it's not a sukkah. But the walls don't define the sukkah. So what's the problem if there are not enough walls? Similarly, the hat shouldn't define the sukkah. So what's the problem if it's too high or too low? And therefore, all these things that Rashi tells us we don't have a svara for in the Mishnah itself. They're all things which the Gemara is going to have to add to us. Okay, so let's see the Gemara. It says the Gemara Tanhas, A Mavi which is more than 20 amas high, that's a cross beam across the opening to the alley, so it has to be brought lower down. So now first Rashi is going to give us an explanation, and the reason for that is, is because we're not learning Arabin right now, so Rashi will provide the background to understand the Mishnah. And then Rashi says, An alley which is sealed on three sides. The fourth side is open to the public streets. And on the other sides there are courtyards with houses which are open to it. And through this alley they go through to, from their hearts into the Rishus Rabbim. Therefore, it's Midaraisa considered like a continuation of the Rishus Yachid, the private domain owned by the people who live in these various courtyards. Because it has And even though it's a Rishus Yachid, but it's also Midrabonan to carry from one Rishus Yachid to another Rishus Yachid without an Eruf. So the one Rishus Yachid would be the Chatzar, the other Rishus Yachid would be the Shed Mavui, and we also carry from the one to the other one without an Eruf. 
Each courtyard is individually owned by its people living in it. And the alley in the middle belongs to all of them. And therefore, Chazal said, in order to unite all the Chatseris and the Mavu into one unit, we need to all the Chatseris to contribute either bread or wine together, and to leave this food for the Shittuf in one of the Chatseris, in one of the courtyards, and then they've all united together by having a shared, so to speak, meal, by having food which they could be shared with all of them. But, that's the Ikatakon of Erebin. But since there isn't a fourth mechitza on the side open to the street, people could make the mistake of thinking as a continuation of the street. Chazal needed a hacker on the end open to the street. What could this hacker, what could this symbol be? Either a standing pole, or a cross beam from the one wall to the other. And now, if this cross would be more than 20 hours high, you might. Which means Yashpil, he has to make it lower down. And Rabbi Yudah says, Ainatzarech. And here again Rashi says, The Hossam Mufarish Taimah. The Gemara there explains the reason for it. So we see Rashi goes into a very lengthy explanation to explain the denim of Erevin. And the reason for that is, is because otherwise the, the Lashon is misleading. A Mavish Shagavah Me'esrim Amah is not the Mavi, it's the cross beam in the front of the Mavi, which is more than 20 Amas. And that's not the Ikadin of Erebin either. The Ikadin of Erebin is that everyone has to unite together to make the Chatzaris like one. It's only after that there's another Din, and that is that a person has to make a symbol on the fourth wall as a hacker. And we're talking about that hacker, which is too high, and therefore has to be brought down. And the reason, again, for the argument that Rashi says is explained over there, and the implication is, is it's not the same reason as here. In other words, by sukkah, there's one argument between Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda about sukkah, which is more than 20 amas, and by Mavoy, there's a different argument between Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda about Mavoy, which is more than 20 amas. Right, so the Gemara asks, what's the difference between here and there? Ma'ish nagabi sukkah, the Tanib Sula, or Ma'ish nagabi Mavoy, the Tanib Takanta. Here it says it's possible that's what happens to do, and the Gemara explains. Sukkah, the right, the Tanib Sula. What's the reason for that, says Rashi? The Esrim Amadila The din of twenty Amas we learn from the Torah. Midaraisa means that the Mishnah didn't come to teach us something we didn't know before. We already knew the Shir of Asuka was twenty Amas from Hasinai, from the Torah, and therefore Tanib Sul. Apostle means that we know what was meant to be done. This hasn't been done right, and therefore it's possible. And therefore, when it's Midaraisa, we have the Torah before the Mishnah. If that's the case, we already know from the Torah what's meant to be, and this sukkah doesn't live up to the standard of the Torah, it's possible. Whereas when it comes to a Mavui, which is the Kula Midraban, this is Rashi, why the Midaraisa Sagila Mishlash Machitzois, Midaraisa rules is enough. The innovation of adding this beam on the fourth wall is Ay Midrabanan. The Ainat Sarah from Takar is Ayah Midrabanan. And therefore, Tanita Kanta. Why the Lord Shaykh the Mitni Vajashan Possel? The man Possel, according to Nishas Mishnah Zu. You can't say it's Possel because no one said you needed it before the Mishnah came along. To, and therefore, you can't say that it's not done right. We never knew it had to be done. This is the first time 
we're hearing about this mitzvah or this chiyuv from the Mishnah, and therefore the Mishnah tells us what the chiyuv is, not tell us that if we didn't do it, it's possible. And if that's the case, the Rashi's explanation of the Gemara is, if we ask, it says, all the, Mishnah, all the Gemara says is that Midaraisa, it says, Pasla Mirabandas is Takanta, which is the correct one, which is the one which we can't change. So what Rashi explained to us is, is that Midaraisa we can say Pasla, but Midrabandan we can't say Pasla. It's not the right Lashon to say, because the Lashon Pasla is only appropriate when you already know something should be done, and we can say it's Pasla if it's not done. But the first time you tell him it needs to be done, you have to tell him what to do. And therefore we're telling you over here that there has to be a Mavui, and that the Mavui, which is too high, has to be brought, be, to be brought down. That's the first answer to the Gemara. But the rice is not mitani takanta. The second answer to the Gemara is with the rice you can also use the Lashon of Takana. Miyosukkah, the Nefeshi Milei, Pasuk Vatani Pesura. Since there are many examples about the Mishnah of Sukkah, and to correct each one would be a different language, it's easier just to say Pasul. Whereas Mavui, the Lord of Hashem, is only one Narach over there, Tani Takanta, which is to bring it down. Rashi explains this. Which means, we, according to the first side, it wouldn't be the appropriate language to use. Since we already know that there's such a din, the appropriate language for the rice to use would be possible. And now we're saying the second answer that no, maybe not. Maybe we could use the Lashon of the cancer for the rice also. And it's not just that there are lots of cases, it's not one word we could say which had to fix it up. We have to change the language for each one. If it's too high, you have to bring it lower. If it's too low, you have to make it higher. If it's three walls, you have to make it three walls. If there's too much hasan, you have to add more schach. And therefore, instead of fixing up each case individually, it's easier to say the Lashon of Apostle, which incorporates all of them. Why is that better? The Kaimiran, Yishana, Adon, and Tamidai, Derech, It's always better to use a short language rather than making the mission lengthy by explaining what to do in each case. It's easier just to say the way it is right now is possible, and then people understand that it has to be changed. What's Rashi coming to add with all of this? So what Rashi is saying, it's not just an efficient miller. We would think it means a lot of cases in the mission. And if you have to say possible for each one, when it means in an artificial mirror, it means you have to say a different language for each one, how to fix it, and then to make it much longer. In that mission, is only one din, and that's the Mavi which is too high. Obviously, there are many other din in Arabian also. And therefore, it says, it says, Nashantakanta. Fine. So, what comes out is that, from Rashi, that Midarabon, we can never use Lashan Apostle, it's not an appropriate Lashan. Midaraisa, according to the first answer of the Gemara, it's more correct to use Lashon Psula. According to the second answer of the Gemara, really we could use either Lashon by the Raisa, but here, for practical reasons, we're using Lashon Psula because it would be too long-winded to say the Takana for each one. Okay, let's see the Gemara. Next point in the Gemara, what's the reason for the Halacha that more than 20 Amas is possible? Minani Mili, Amar Ravod Amakro, Laman Yedid, Darasechim, Kipusukas, Yishavti, Spine Yisrael. The Pasuk says that you should know that a house could be Israel in Sukkot. And Al Esim Amal, Adam Yudeh, Shudar B'Sukkot. The man of Esim Amal, Adam Yudeh, Shudar B'Sukkot. And so, the person knows something in the Sukkot more than that he doesn't know. Because his eyes can't see the Sukkot. Rashi adds in for us. The man, Yehidu, Asay Sukkot, Sheyishivasa Nikaristachot. 
You have to make a sukkah that it's, in, it's noticeable to you sitting in the sukkah, that you're sitting in the sukkah. You should know that in sukkahs I sat, which means tivisi leishe. Now, Rash is taking a completely different explanation of the Gemara. The simple chapter of the Pasuk is that in order you should know that in sukkahs I made Klai Yisrael dwell when I came out of Mitzrayim. Rash is interpreting the Pasuk going to Rabbah. That in order that your future generations should know that I made you sit in circus right now, on circus, you have to know now that you're sitting in a circus. And how do you know now you're sitting in a circus? Well, you can see this fach. And therefore, Rashi asks, Even though you don't take the, normally a pasuk can't be taken out of a simple reading, which means that the hekafaloni are covered, which means that you close have to know that in the past, we, we were put in the Anani Kovid when we came out of Mitzrayim, and not to Darish it the way we're being Darish it now, and that is that you should know now when I'm Mitzavi to sit in circles now. Says Rashi, we can learn it also for a Drasha, and therefore Rashi he's explaining the Pasuk according to Rabbah that it's a Tzivu Midaraisa that you have to know you're sitting in a sukkah. And Montanyam is not good, the sukkah is a Kishmah. How do you know you're sitting in a sukkah? Because you can see schach. That's what makes it a sukkah. If I can't see schach, then I don't know I'm sitting in a sukkah, and therefore I'm not yotzeh. That's the first answer to the Gemara, with Rashi's explanation of it. Rabbi Zerah, Amar Mehach, the sukkah here, it's Yom Bechorev. The sukkah will be used as a shade from the heat. Al Esim Amar, Adam Yeshev, it's Al Sukkah. The Madam Esim Amar, Adam Yeshev, it's Al Sukkah. Adam Yeshev, it's Al Sukkah. And until 20 Amas, a person is sitting in the shade of the sukkah. More than 20 Amas. A person isn't sitting in the shade of the sukkah, he's sitting in the shade of the walls. Says Rashi. The sukkah tear itself, again Rashi changes it, Mashma ein schach ela ha'asir itself. The ikh part of sukkah has to have schach, if schach has to be something which is made for shade. If it's not made for shade, it's not schach. Ela b'tzal tzfanos, says Rashi, shayat slonim magim zelazeh. Mitzvah koven shal tzfanos, ve'en tzarech schach. When the sukkah is that high, then the shades of the walls reach each other, and therefore a person doesn't need the schach to provide him with shade. But the Kamen Muki Proktan the Abizarek Mishain by the Arba Amal Arba, the Gemara is going to say on the next page that the Abizarek is talking about a case where the sukkah is only four amas or four amas in size and 20 amas high, and therefore when you have those proportions, Kim Lohud Rabbanan, Rabbanan understood that the Baha'i Shi'ura Leka Tal Schach, Ela Tal Shultzvanis. When you have 20 amas high and 4 amas wide, the shade which will be reaching the area of the base of the circle won't be coming from the roof, it will be coming, or the schach will be coming from the walls. And therefore here also the psul is, that it's not called schach. If a person makes a circle between high mountains which are providing the shade, so according to Europe there shouldn't be a circle, explains Rashi. Asterisk and what are they? Shnei Harim Gudolim, Vashwala Benem. You have two high mountains with a valley between them. Umitech Gover, Haharim, Ein Chamazerachasham Bishwala. Because of the heights of the mountains, the sun doesn't shine in the valley, and therefore you don't need the shade of the Sakh because you already have the shade of the mountains. And if there is answer to this is, Amalay, no, Hosam Dal Asterisk Karnaim, Ikatel Tsukha. If you wouldn't have the mountains, you would have shade from the Sukha. Hocha Dal Tpanos, Lekatel Tsukha. Here, if you take away the walls, it wouldn't be shaped in the sukkah because the shape in the sukkah isn't falling onto the floor of the sukkah. Explains Rashi. Rashi gives a different reason. 
Rashi says if you take the walls away, then the air at the bottom of the sukkah would be in, would be in sun, not in shade. And the reason for that is, is because since the sukkah is so high, the sun will come from the side and shine on the floor of the sukkah. And therefore, Rashi is going to Shittasai, the point of the sukkah is to provide shade where the person is, and the sukkah, which is that high, is not providing shade where the person is. If anything, the wall is providing shade, or if there's no wall, there wouldn't be shade there at all. And therefore, the sukkah isn't doing its job. Again, now we can try to venture a reason. Rashi keeps coming back to this idea of the sukkah, because we said it's possible with the raisa. It's possible with the raisa. Now, the way Rashi read the pasuk of Rabbi, and that is a person is instructed to know he's sitting in a sukkah, we can understand why it's a daraisa. But according to Rav Zeri, that is a pasuk in the Navi, where do we see that's a daraisa? And we need for that Rashi's explanation, and that is that if it's not called schach, then it doesn't fulfill the Torah requirements of a sukkah. A sukkah has to be something which is shaded by schach. Okay, the third answer to the Gemara, of Rabbi Mehacha, the sukkah says for Shiva's yom. In sin sukkah for seven days, Amr Torah, Kol Shiva Hayomim, all the seven days, Tzemi Deres Keva, Veshevi Deres Arai. Go out of your permanent dwelling and live in a temporary dwelling. And therefore, it has to be something which could be a temporary dwelling. And Esrim Amo Adam Oise Derosa Deres Arai, the Malam Esrim Amo, Ain Adam Oise Derosa Deres Arai, Ela Deres Keva. Until 20 Amos, a person could make his Deres something which is temporary. More than 20 Amos, a person can't make a temporary dwelling, has to be a permanent dwelling. Rashi explains. Shiva's Yamim. Sukkah shal Shiva Vatsulai. When the Post says that the Sukkah stays with Shiva's Yamim, it doesn't mean you must live in Sukkah for seven days. It means you must live in a Sukkah which is viable for seven days. The Hainara, that's something which is by nature temporary. And for that, Daim Machitsis Karas. It's enough with temporary Machitsis, which won't last more than seven days. But the Malam Esrim. If it's more than 20 hours, sorry, classes, you say this, then you have to make its supports or its foundation strong, and then it's no longer something which could be temporary. If you're going to make metal poles or sheets and put on it won't be a sukkah. What I meant is like this. At Esrim Amor, the Aram Oisa Dirasa Diras Arai, until 20 Amor, so a person could make the structure something temporary. Ki Ovede Diras Keva Nami Nafik. And even if we make it permanent, which means you make out of metal, he still yet to suck it. It's something which could have been Arai. But Lamanam Esrim Amor, if it's more than 20 Amor, the Aram Oisa Dirasa Diras Keva, that a person is meant to make the structure something which is Keva. Ki Ovede Diras Arai Nami Nafik. If we'd make it something temporary, he also would not be Yetsa. Now, Rashi comes to explain what's the logic in that. If the Torah says you need a sukkah which is temporary, so what's the difference if it could have been temporary? Right, and really, a bayah makes more sense. It's, is, is it something temporary? Is it not something temporary? And therefore, Rashi comes to explain. And he says, Adeshim Amo, the Adam Oise, Dirasa Dirasarai, says Rashi, then if you made it keva, it's also shapir dami, it's also good. Devada yesh kichlal keva arai. Keva includes arai. Varei also Qatar, he did what the Torah wanted. The Torah wanted a Dira Sarai, he didn't do different to that. Or oh, he's made a more lasting Dira, that's not a Stira. Because Val Kochachla, he created the Torah al Harai, and then the Shem Shur. The Torah didn't say it has to be something which is temporary and not something which is made with materials which are permanent. Permanence doesn't, isn't a Chisar. 
If the Torah was makbe, it has to be a ra, it has to be something which could be a ra, which means it says, they give you a share of the height. That's something which could stand on a temporary foundation, on a temporary base. And therefore the Torah doesn't have a hakpada what a person uses for the walls. Rather, rather the Torah's hakpada that the foundation of the walls could be temporary. And therefore it can't be something which is too high, which won't work with temporary walls. Right, so now we've seen Rashi and the three opinions of the Gemara. On Amr Beis, says the Gemara, Kulu Kurabale Amri, all the other opinions, Kulu, which means Hanukha Murai, the other two, Rabzeir and Rabba, and Rabba, and what Rashi says, Hanukha Murai, is because Lomi Kulu means more than two. It means a lot, and here it's only two. So he says Hanukha Murai means the other two, unless what perhaps Rashi means is he wants to include Abaya, who even he doesn't venture an opinion, but he comes to argue at least ask questions on the other opinions brought. So, it says, like Rabbi, because he learned from the extra words of the Pasuk. He learned his dinner. The person has to know that he's sitting in the Sukkah right now. Because the Pasuk is coming to tell us that the people have to know in the future that Hashem proclaims in in Sukkah to Tukkah Mitzrayim. And love, says Rashi, love the Yeshiva's Sukkah Karma. He's not talking about the fact that you know he's sitting in the Sukkah. It'll be Diyas Tairis Abayin, that the future generations should know the heck of Sukkahs and Anani Yaakovit are nice lovers. About the Sukkahs of Anani Yaakovit that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made for the others. That's what Rashi adds in the Dantz HaGrava, Diyalif Milamanyayadu. He learns the din from the Pasuk. This is not something which is learned from the Pasuk. That's not what the Pasuk comes to teach us. This is more Krav Zaira, the army. The other two opinions are the whole of Rav Zaira. Because the Pasuk he brought talking about Yemaisa Mashiach, says Rashi, Oysim Sukkot, you will sell the oil of the Mistar, the Sukkot of the time of Mashiach will be for sales for shade, the oil for the enjoyment of the people who Zaychot is inside them, and the Mistar is privacy from around them. Our Sukkot Mitzvah and the Litzel. And therefore you have no right from that to the fact that the Sukkot of a Mitzvah, which you use in Sukkot, that it has to be there for, to provide shade. Says Rav Zera, Rav Zera, you can use the word chup, which means a canopy. You can learn both from there. Says Rashi, Tarti. Rashi says what he said before, and Rav Zera as well. And then a sukkah, the definition of a sukkah is something made for tell. And therefore, if you if you weren't focusing on the tell of the structure of the Asilava, you called it a chuppah. If you call it a sukkah, it means it ha- you, something which is going to be used for tell was what Mechatzadikah will in, have pleasure from in the future. And if that's the case, here also, the word sukkah in the Torah means something which is meant for tell. Which means, the way Rashi is explaining it, we're not learning it from the Pasuk over there. We're just in, we're showing you another example of this. And the Pasuk says, the sukkah to tell, it means... Something made for tzel is called a sukkah. That's not a, and therefore, here also, when the Torah says a sukkah, it means something which is made for tzel. Therefore, if a sukkah is not providing tzel, it's not a sukkah. But it's not a direct limit from there. Says the Gemara Kurab and Amile Amri, Shumkusha Dabai. Explains Rashi, Shumkusha Dabai, the awesome Mechitza Shal Bazel. If you make Mechitza Shal Bazel, the Chara, we can ask why Rashi needs to say that. We know what Abai's Kasha was in Rav, we had it a few lines ago. But Rashi adds another point. They don't like the answer Rav gave, and that is it's something which could be careful, something which could be alright. 
Once you're saying the Torah doesn't have to be specifically Arai, which means the Sukkah of Sheva Yomim, you could have a Sukkah which lasts much longer. If that's the case, not. You can't say that, that the Torah says Arai means a size. If Arai means specifically it has to be something temporary, you can live with that. But once you're saying it doesn't have to be temporary, it could be permanent, then to reinterpret the Passover to say what it means is something which has to be made by, by, by a height which has to be which could have been temporary, I don't want to learn the process like that. Therefore, what comes out? If we now think about it, having seen the Gemara with Rashi so far, what comes out is like this. Everybody agrees, they all come to explain the Mishnah, that a sukkah above 20 amas is possible. But, they all disagree with each other's reasons. And therefore, the halacha, they don't hold of each other. Therefore, does one need to have a sukkah which one can see the schach according to Rabbi Rav Zerah or not? There's no inference from the possible that you mechuyev to see the schach in the sukkah. Does the schach have to be providing shade on the floor? According to Rav Zerah, yes. According to Rabbi Rav or not? Does the possible mean the sukkah stays from Shiva's Yomim? That you have to have a sukkah which is aray for seven days? No, it doesn't. According to Rav, it means a sukkah which could have been aray. And according to Rabbi Rav Zerah, they argue with that. It doesn't have to be there. Therefore, let's think a second. At this stage of the Gemara, we have three options of what Chachamim hold. A wire sukkah, more than 20 amas would be possible. What about Rabbi Huda? What does he hold? Why does he hold this question? So really, the Gemara doesn't address this, but it's very straightforward. There's no consensus about what Chachamim's reason to answer is. For every reason why the other Amarayim in each case argue about why they don't agree with the reason offered by the other Amorah for Rabbanan would be a good reason for Rabbi Yehuda. In other words, Rabbi Yehuda doesn't have to agree to any of the points. He doesn't have to agree that the Pasuk means that you have to know you're sitting in the sukkah. He doesn't have to agree that the word Tzachach means something that's only made for itself and that the shadows to be inside the sukkah. He doesn't have to agree with Rabbi then, And that is that the sukkah has to be something which could have been made temporary, temporary materials. The Gemara doesn't address it. But we definitely could learn that from the Gemara. Let's go back to the first Rashi. Rashi says, The Gemara is going to, to explain what they argue about. So this is the Gemara Rashi is referring to, that we understood from the arguments about the opinion of Rabbanan, what it could be that Rabbi Huda disagrees with. Now the next point of the Gemara is going to be the three members in the name of Rab. That the argument is when the walls don't reach the schach, but when the walls do reach the schach, then everybody agrees it's kasha. Says the Gemara, command mishum This is going to go to Rabbi's reason that says a person's eyes don't see the schach. But if a person would follow the walls up to the schach, then his eyes would see the schach, and that's the case. Even the second wall of 20 amos would be kasha according to everybody. Says Rashi. In other words, when you said command, according to who's a guy, we don't mean machlaikas between the Tanaim, we mean machlaikas of the Amiraim before. So, which explanation do these statements go with? Machlaikas of Rabbi Rabbanan, this is Rashi. In other words, we're not talking about the machlaikas of the Amiraim, we're saying the explanation of the machlaikas in the Mishnah is only in the case of when the world learned Shusrach. It says the Gemara is going to go into Rabbah, 
He says the reason Mishnah shalt ve'ene that if the walls just a slach, I will see the erech tfanos going up the walls. The itay mishum arehu or mishum tzel. If the reason is because we need the shade from the slach or because it's a temporary or permanent structure, the tfanos megis the slach am I ma'adir abanan. Then even if the walls would reach the slach, wouldn't make any difference. The shade isn't reaching the floor and it's still the same structure. Right. So Rashi comes to explain to us why this reason wouldn't be going according to Rav Zera and Rava, why it would be going according to Rava, the Gemara already said, that through the walls, the person sees the Sakh. Command us to Adam Rav Hunam Rav, Achalik Shayba Ela Arba Amisla Arba Amos, Abiyesh Vies and Arba Amisla Arba Amos, Afil Lamar Mesra Mokshera, that the Machalik is only by a sheer of four Amos or four Amos, but when it's more than four Amos or four Amos, everyone agrees it's kosher, says the Gemara command Kabizera, to Amish and Tselvo. It's because of the shade which needs to be provided by the Sakh. The given the revicha when the sukkah is wide and the four by four, it could sell sukkah. Then there will be shade from the sukkah which is meeting the airspace of the floor of the sukkah. Explains Rashi. Machlekes is only when there is only four amos of four amos, as opposed to less than that, which of course will be machlekes there also. What it's coming to say is it would be more than four amos, and everybody would agree. Says the Gemara is because of cell, explains Rashi. Again, if you're going to say according to Rabbi, that the question the person can see it, that fame arba amas purta leshalt ve'ena. Then even a little bit more than four amas, the person won't see. And the question is, what's Rashi trying to add by that? And the understanding is that if a sukkah is wide enough, very wide, then the person will see the schach, even if it's 20 amas high, because the person sees even the distance, you can see about 20 amas. It's only a small sukkah that a person can't see more than 20 amas, but the shear for that won't be 4 amas. Because a 4 amas sukkah, or even a little bit more than a 4 amas sukkah, if the walls don't reach the roof, a person won't necessarily see the schach. And therefore, since you're minimizing the shear, it's not going according to rubber. And the last of the three members says the Gemara, Keman, Ozla, Hod, Amr, Abchan, by Rabba, Amr, Rabba, Machlegis, Pshayn, Machzek, Kedayrashim, Rabba, Bishokhanoi, our Machzek, Zeus, in the Kedayrashim, Rabba, Bishokhanoi, Afil, Lamanim, Israel, Mokshayra. The Machlegis, only when the sukkah is the minimum size which can hold a person's head, his body, and his table, but if it's more than that, there's no Machlegis, there's the Gemara, Command, the Lekachat. This doesn't go like any of the three opinions. Now, says the first Rashi brings a question. Because Rav said before that the Machlekes is 4 by 4, and now said the Machlekes is much smaller than 4 by 4, when it's the share of Rashi Rushachonai, which is 7 Tvachim by 7 Tvachim. So how can there be an argument in Rav? Says Rashi, Amarayin in Ali We have to say that there's a difference between Amarayin and what Rav said, but Rav definitely didn't say both, he didn't contradict himself. Now again, we can use one of our rules of Rashi here. Why didn't Rashi ask this between the first two opinions? The first opinion that says that it's Machlokas if the walls reach its or not, and Machlokas if it's Fawans for Fawamas. There Rashi doesn't say it's Machlokas in Rav. It's only over here when one opinion says the Machlokas is Fawans for Fawamas, and the other opinion says it's Machlokas by seven Tvachim, by seven Tvachim, then it's Machlokas in Rav. And the answer is straightforward. And that is, it could be Rav in more than one condition. So if we only have the first two members of Rav, which is totally on the sides reaching the ceiling, or the shear of this 4 by 4 it doesn't necessarily have to be a stereo. In other words, even though we don't have an opinion 
which could hold of both, because like the Gemara says, only rabble would make a difference to him if the walls reached this high, and it wouldn't make any difference to him of the size, but it could be that it's not a steering rav, that rav would hold like two of the reasons. But when you have an argument in the size of the circle, then there's for sure a machlekes in rav, and that's why we hear, Rashi points out that it has to be two different opinions according to rav. Rashi explains that this goes like nobody come under like a chad. Rashi will explain why. Like a chad in the hand of the leel. The mafarshi time with the shemama. It doesn't go like any of those above who explain the reason for the twenty amas. Why the imish from mishlot aino? If you're going to see the reasons because of where persons are, I can see. Then b'shiur the yosim mikdei loishim from shulchanay nami loishalta. Even be a bit more than the minimum b'shiur of his head is buried in his table. He still wants to use But cell nami lekod. It's too small. For the cell to reach to the floor, we already said the shear for that is four amas. The fact that it's that much smaller doesn't mean that it doesn't need perfect mechitzas, it doesn't overbalance. And therefore, this answer doesn't fit with any of the three answers before. Now, the interesting point is Rashi doesn't try and explain what does this opinion hold. He's happy just to say it doesn't fit into the opinions we knew before without laboring to explain it. Right, the Gemara says. Bishlama <laughs> The Maris of a Hersh Sukkah are Arba Amus. The minimum cost of shares of a Sukkah is four Amus. The Maris of a Hersh Sukkah is the Maris of a Rubber Shulchan. The Minshir Sukkah is one which holds his body, his table, and his head. Says Rashi, the Mashkha, the Meshach Sukkah, which is the size of Sukkah, the Amma Bang, the Dola Bang Tunnel, and Nechloko, and the Ponus Makis. Rabbis doesn't discuss the size of Sukkah, he only discusses where the walls reach. But the other two pages discuss the size, the army, time in the Rabban, Bishir, the Mashkahu. The reason the Rabban argue and says possible depends on the size. Umar Ahmed al Amas, Umar Ahmed Rashi, Mushrochonai, these two opinions, name Behersha Sukkah, Baarcha, or Barachu Plegi. They argue about the size of the Sukkah. The Travai is the birth hall, the Hiplegi Rabbanan, the Sukkah, from Semis, Bishir, Hersha, or Sukkah Plegi, when Rabban argue, they argue about the minimum Shir Sukkah. They both are Messiah from Rab. But the Nachlegs in the mission is talking about the smallest size sukkah, and the only question would be what the smallest size sukkah is. Over Tfei, the bigger the minimum size, we are Nachshi. It would say it's Koshak, really good, but you must want 20 amas. Why? Because the Kivan de Rebeka, since it's wire at the bottom, it could tell Sukhach, there will be the shade of the Sukhach. I, time after Nachshi, or some other reason says it's Koshak, which is the reason which Rashi doesn't know of, according to the third opinion. And then that would be the case of Hunus Savar. You can't say argument less than four amas. If it be less than four amas, then even if it wouldn't be twenty amas high, it would be possible. If he holds that the minimum share of the sukkah is four by four, the actual sukkah by amas karebi, the amar lekamen hachi. Because if you're going to the corner of Rebbe, you're going to see in the Gimel that Rebbe holds the minimum share of sukkah is four amas, and the Chacham argues that the minimum share of sukkah is Rosh Hashanah Shulchanah. So that's the case. They're arguing about the machlokes of the Gemara later on. And uh, everyone would say more than the minimum share is kosher. Our years in the generation of the river shachan the kshera, the time of the pasul of the man of mercy, like the dealer, the dam of the elder hachlech, the mekachat. Once again, Rashi explains this. 
And that is, even if you want to say that the argument about the Mimashir Sukkah, we still don't have a reason for Abhan Barak. And as what would be the reason why a Sukkah Bingham that would be kosher according to Rabbana? What's going to change between between seven Tvachim, more than seven Tvachim, which will make a Sukkah bigger than, bigger than 20 Amas kosher? Anyway, the Gemara says it doesn't have to be arguing about the size of the Sukkah. It says the Gemara now. Says the Gemara, the Kuli Alma, Hesh Sukkah, Rachel Vushachon, the Akrabana later on, the Mimshi Sukkah is enough to hold his head, his body, his table. Rachabakam, if you get the Mass, the Machlekas, Rachel Vushachon, if you the Machlekas is in the case where it's holding, where the Sukkah is that size. Ava Yosef, Rachel Vushachon, the Brachal Kshayro, which you don't have a reason for. But Marasov, the Rachel Vushachon, the Arab Amis Plegi. Even if it's a kosher sukkah, but if it's 20 amas high, they'll say it's possible. This is Rav Zeri's reason because of the shade. Oh yes, and I have a because then the shade will fall in the sukkah. And Rashi says, From the minimum of sukkah, until four amas, they argue about the sukkah which is 20 amas high, the time is himself. And the reason is because of the shade. Oh yes, and I have if it's more than four amas, where there will be shade hitting the floor, no piggy, everyone gives us caution, the Kivan to Ravicha, it could sell. Right, so Rosh has just gone over again what the Gemara said before to explain the Machlekas, and that is that at what stage do we understand that the shade is going to land in the, in the airspace or the floor space of the sukkah? Right, now we'll see the Braisa. Mesir, Sukkah, Shikavay, the Mari, Mesir, Mamma, Psuda. Ravira, Nashra, Aboy, Machamisha, Mamma. Ravira says, caution much more than that. Amra, Bimata. She was a lady and lady spotted from the sukkah. So he says to them, she had seven sons, wherever she was, Now the Gemara interjects to explain this. she wasn't worried about Rabbanan's Toshmah. She did take cognizance of Rabbanan's. Now, let's see what Rashi asked this price. Says Rashi, That the question is, according to the Amorai, who explained the Machlokis in the Mishnah. That's what we're coming to ask for. What Rashi means by that is that it's not a question of Yehuda or Chachamim, it's a question on the explanations given for Yehuda and Chachamim, which would be applicable over here. Cotton Sha'en and Sarachli Imoy, Amrina Kamon, the Chayev, the Chanachim, the Mitzvah Sukkah. A child that is his mother with Mechayev to Mechanachim in the Mitzvah Sukkah, that's a Drabonin. And if you get a Drabonin, she is Kiko, the Hargat Sakot in the Mitzvah, Shuroila, that Rabonin made. Her responsible to accustom a child to the mitzvahs, which he's able to do. That way he'll be trained and used to doing mitzvahs. So you're going to say that's the reason she would listen to Rabbanans as well. 
Why is Rashi coming? What's Rashi coming to add in this Rashi? So the Chor is a question the Gemara, and that is even if there's a mitzvah of chinuch on a cotton, who's the mitzvah chinuch on? Is the mitzvah chinuch on the father who's also having zakah? What about in this case the mother? Because we're not talking about Hilmi the male, the queen. Was she chayv in the chinuch of her children in the midst that she's not mechayv herself? So that's what Rashi is coming to explain. And then the mitzvah of chinuch is that the child should be ruggled in the mitzvahs that he's able to do. It's not a din in the person who's being mechanechim if they chayv in the mitzvah. And therefore, even if she as a mother, is a lady, is part of from sukkah, she would still have to mechanech her children to sit in the sukkah for them. Says the Gemara, Bishlam and Amanda Amashayim, the Fonus Lagis is chach mechlaikas, then dark or shamalka, they should be sukkah, she ain't the Fonus Lagis is chach. That would be the mechlaikas, it makes sense over here, because it's a normal thing for a queen to sit in a sukkah where the walls don't reach the roof, and then we have an argument that won't raise the others, Bishlam Avira. There'll be more air, says Rashi, Ruach Shabbesha, which is the Bom Shneachoy. If they don't ever be able to get in, it will take away the heat. Ella the man of a sukkah ketanah machlokes, they argue about a small sukkah, then v'chidag v'shamar v'leisha v'sukkah ketanah. Is it normal for a queen to send a small sukkah? Says Rashi, Ella the man of a ketanah plegi, I'll v'gdoi l'afid rabban and moito, if it be a big sukkah, even rabban would agree that a sukkah above Eshim is 20, more than 20 is kasher, v'chidag v'shamar to send a small sukkah, why not? There were other people with her. The queen doesn't eat in their own. And if that's the case, you have to be big enough sukkah for all of them. It's a sukkah man of lots of compartments. And he also asks, If it's normal for a queen to sit in a sukkah man of lots of compartments, There was a compartment in the bigger sukkah. And Rabbanan Sarbi Banel, Besukha Gemara, Amalia, Haviyas, Vivi, Asa, Vukatanius, Misham Tsniyosa. Her children were sitting in the big circle, and she was sitting in the small compartment, was Tsniyos. Misham Hachil Amila, Tava didn't say anything to her. Vivi, Sarbi Banel, Gabaviyas, the children were sitting with her, but Fila Hachil, in the small circle, Amila, Dava. Rashi explains the Ketanius Shiva. So he explains, Sukha Gedara, Libnei Mesivasa, for all the people sitting with her. And in that, she had a small compartment for herself, for Tznias, for him, but she was sitting in the small compartment. Even though it was possible as a sukkah, because it was less than the minimum share, and then he spotted from the sukkah, and therefore she could sit in the small compartment. So why does Rabira argue? Rabira Savar, that his son sat with her. Now, at this stage, the Gemara didn't say which Manda'am we're going in according to. The Gemara is asking according to the opinion that says a sukkah ketana. We have two opinions like that. One opinion says four amas, they're arguing about more than four amas is kasha. The other opinion says seven tfachim. Rosh and Rosh are arguing about, and more than that is kasha. So, Rashi asked the question. For him, Taim, and Rav Khanan, the Muki plugged to the Bainshain and Machzakis, Erek, and Rosh and Rosh According to Rav Khanan, said the Machlakis is about a sukkah which only can encompass. The person's head is by this table. If a son's sons were sitting with her, then it must have been bigger than that chair. And if that's the case, it's not machlekes. If that's the case, am I right? Should I be with her? What should I be to bring proof from the case of Helnia Malka? In that case, it's not proof. Yesh Lemar says Rashi, the first answer, the Shmachana Busecha Sukkah Hagdoyla Hoysa. The Ketonis is only for herself. Her table is in the big sukkah. And therefore, his children are sitting with her, 
Yerushin Verabon, most of their bodies, they weren't sitting like Muslim, like leaning down and taking more space. They were sitting up straight. And therefore you can fit more people into a smaller amount of space. So that's Rashi's attempt to answer the case according to the Khana. And that is within the sphere of Rashi Ushul Khana was no table, but instead of that his children were sitting there. Says Rashi, I don't accept that answer. But in the and for sure the Rakhana doesn't work with the bracer. The Gemara's answer according to the Rakhana says that you have four Amas. And the rest I'll prove this to you. The sheer Rosh Hashanah, the size of the person's body is table, I'm like a monarch, I'm going to say later on. The end of the end is Tvachim. It's only seven Tvachim. We actually share the body with seven Tvachim. It would be impossible for seven sons to sit in seven Tvachim. And therefore, the Gemara's question only was according to the Hashanah. And the Gemara is answering according to the Hashanah, did four Amas, it would be possible for the sons to sit with only four Amas. Rebchanan's answer is just not even addressed. For sure, the Rebchanan is not going to go into Rebchanan. And it's another thing we seem to see a theme in Rashi, that Rashi's understanding was Rebchanan was a mistake. It doesn't look like any of the things mentioned before. Rashi doesn't try offer an alternative explanation of why it would make a difference more than Rashi Rebchanan um, if it would be 20 hours or not. He says we don't have a reason for this. And it definitely doesn't look at the Rebchanan. So it's been refuted. Okay, so that's what we Rashi in the Gemara. And uh, we've tried this, and we've gone along to see what Rashi adds to or explains with his with language, fills in what the Gemara didn't always say. Now, obviously, more things which a person will be able to learn in Rashi, but it's only after one's seen other Rishonim and can look back at Rashi and then see what Rashi is coming to differ from them or answer their questions by what he says.